The donor care and communication plan does not um, supersede the goal of maintaining a relationship with your financial partners, right? Um, what it does, there are two things that it does. It creates a rhythm. So it's an annual rhythm that you'll see. The other word is principle, that we've just created principle that our goal is relationship. And we want to operate out of relationship. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another First Party podcast. Thanks, Steve. It's good to be back. It is great to be here today. Be one of the many people listening to you chatter today. 100%. Oh, many, many, many people. Wait, I think it's me chattering today. Oh, are you, lo- are you the loud one today? I am the loud one today. Sweet. Yes. So it's going to be a good show. It is. Very good. Very good. What do we got on the docket today, man? Well, we don't have any announcements. None? There's nothing behind the scenes going on? It's getting to be summertime. Yeah, facts. Registration for the spring meetings is closed. Yep. Uh, The the applications for the scholarship are closed. Did we choose yet? Did we choose? No, we have not. not, Okay, just checking. Uh, We will begin working on that, or we have begun working on that. I'm just trying to figure out how to let my son down easily. So (laughs) can you just (laughs) let me know what you've chosen? (laughs) All right, son number two, yeah, tell no, son number one. Exactly. So number two listens to this. Will you uh, tell son number one that uh, he does not qualify, even exactly. though he put an application in? Oh, it's great. Maybe Dave North, who's just, Dave North is big money, right? We'll go. just have him send a check. Yeah. Or Shannon. Yeah. We'll have Shannon from Kansas City send a check. Or, I got a good one. Like or him. Chris Lane. That guy's big dog, roof, roof, right? Oh, I have man. Chris down in South Florida send a check. Chris, what are you thinking, buddy? Man, this is getting good. <laughs> I like that you're name dropping right now. Well, speaking of South Florida, can I tell a story? Yeah, you can tell a story. So South Florida threw up on their latest newsletter that they had a very cool thing happen at Jackson Middle School. So like threw up, not like, but no, like, no, it was good. In March's invite week, Jackson Middle School had nine kids pray to receive Christ. Nice. And not only did they come to Christ, but then the follow-up happened, which yeah. is obviously the goal. Yep. Out of the follow-up kids started getting connected to local churches and back into the club. And so the process doesn't always work that clean. Right. Sometimes it takes, you know, two or three meetings before we follow up two or three meetings before we get them plugged in. And the reality was this one just went. Yeah. And so they decided to tell that story at a club that, um, yeah, that needed a win and got one. Mm -hmm. So super fun. And they're handing out Bibles and the kid comes back the next week with, you know, the Bible in hand held up high in the air and super proud of it, yeah. which is awesome. It's huge, man. It is. So that's it a is. fun story. It is a fun story. It's why uh, we have Invite Week and Connect Week, right? Mm-hmm. That's part of the two two of our core processes. And, and we're going to keep talking about some core processes in future conversations, but yeah, student-led, gospel-focused. Well, speaking of that, why don't you set up today's discussion that we had this morning uh, online? So we had a discussion with our district staff uh, just around more of our plans. So again, to give context, okay. you know, we have the traction system, right? It's, it's coaching, helping us set quarterly rocks, annual goals, and what do we have to do weekly in order to achieve those goals? One of the plans that we have is the donor communication and care plan. Facts. So, yep. you know, money doesn't happen. Wait. Ministry doesn't happen without money. There you go. You know, money without ministry, kind of a yep. the chicken or the egg kind of. And money doesn't show up on its own. You've got to do the appropriate things and make sure that you're caring for those that want to partner or caring Correct. for those that may partner. Correct. And really today our plan, 
that comes down to relationship. Hmm. And so we've got all the documentation. We've got a spreadsheet that outlines it with all the details and the timing and everything. And we've got an infographic to go with it for the picture book folks. Uh, nice. And all of that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll put all that stuff down in the show notes for you so you can click in on that and, and look at it. Um, but yeah, we just had a conversation with our staff going over a, a plan. And uh, yeah, we'll share that with you today. And let me say this as we uh, will come back after the conversation. But I will say if you are a note taker or you're somebody that follows along, this may not be the podcast to listen to in the car. <laughs> this is actually the one to have where you're sitting at your desk for 20 minutes. Yeah. Because there are a few documents you're going to want to open up in order to follow yep. and to really be engaged in the conversation. Again, yep. you can do what, you, what I do, which is windshield time, right? Yep. But the reality is this isn't the best podcast for that. It's better if you're sitting somewhere and can open up the links that we're going to put on the end. Correct. Yep. And All there's right. some Dropbox links that are shared and things like that as well on the thing. You can go access it if you have access to that. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, let's jump into the conversation. We'll come back when it's over. Okay. But we have something called the Donor Care and Communication Plan. Um, it's in Dropbox. Uh, if you go into city staff, um, organizational documents, district documents, and a policy folder, there's the depths of that document. Or if you just hit in your search button, Donor Care and Communication Plan, it should pop up there for you. Um, and it's pretty much a spreadsheet that outlines what it looks like to um, walk through caring for and communicating with a donor. Um, this is something, and just a caveat here, that's part of the traction plan, right? It's traction coaching. Um, traction tells you to write everything down. Um, because as soon as um, we all come up with something, something is said in a room, um, all, well, how many of us are on here? 15 of us, 16 of us, 15 of us, 13 of us. I can do math. Um, all 13 of us walk out with a different idea of what happened. It's much like a car accident, right? Um, two people get in a car accident and they both go into the cop car and tell the story of what happened and they're both slightly different. The fact is that the accident happened. There's evidence in front of everybody that that happened, but how it happened gets told slightly differently. And so what Traction says is, yeah, you have meetings and you talk about how you want to do things, how you want to operate your ministry in our situation. But if you don't write it down, everybody's go going to follow their own path and tell their own story. And so we want to unify that. Um, and we, we did that through that donor care and communication plan. Um, in that, because I know everybody loves spreadsheets, I had Janice create a picture in the spreadsheet comment was, was sarcastic. I had Janice create us a graphic. And I cannot see how large or small that is. How big is that graphic? Is it it's big? Good. Not big. Looks it's good. good. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to paint a picture because I know that a picture is worth a thousand words. And um the the spreadsheet view of it we can walk through here in a moment, but from a first priority of America perspective, this is what donor care and communication looks like. Um, it starts with a key influencer. When we start a district, when we start a project, it starts with finding somebody who can get behind it to support that project. And I'm gonna just walk through this very quickly and, and then get into some details on the spreadsheet. I'll switch back over to that. Um, what we do is we hold a fundraising launch. 
and we raise we raise funds. In the current context of this meeting, um, April 6, 2023, there was a fundraising lunch in Springfield, Missouri. Um, they had a key influencer who went out and got some more influencers, and they sat down and did a presentation on first priority. Um, that luncheon happened. And again, there's more details in the plan, so we'll get to that in a moment. But people are making donations, and there are receipts being mailed every time that a donation happens. Um, there are phone calls being made to those um, donors. There are monthly emails that go out uh, to those donors. There are thank you notes, handwritten thank you notes that get written. Um, there have been and there will be in-person visits. And once Springfield gets going, and now that it is, this December, there'll be a Christmas gift sent to them, thanking them for helping take the hope of Christ to every student in first priority of the Ozarks, which is the official name of what uh, Jeff Stanford is launching down there. So the picture is always to give us that high level view of, of what's going on. And we continue to try to put things in picture form um, so that we can do that and bring, bring clarity to uh, this. Now that's super small, probably. I'll try to make it larger on the screen for you. How's that? How am I doing? Can you read it? That's better. That's good. So this donor care and communication plan that's in Dropbox um, is the details to what we just looked at in picture form. It gives you the nitty gritty. If you need the plan and the process, um, this is what it looks like to re recruit key influencers and to get referrals. Again, that's the key influencer. Um, and we've got them in every chapter. I don't think it's it's uh, the, the names. You know, we've got Kevin in Fort Worth and Dustin uh, got us started in Kansas City and Mike and Scott got us started in Tennessee One. Um, we know who those key influencers are and the referrals that they made in order to get us to the fundraising luncheon. Um, and you'll notice the timeframes here as well. Um, that we walk through to say, hey, how long does it take to, to do this? Um, and, and this is a moment where I'll, where I'll say, um, well, and I'll get into that a little bit later, but the plan is the plan. It's the foundation for what we do. Um, the situation may lend itself to other things. So, um, for instance, Justin is, and I'll use you as an example if I can, but Justin's in, in, uh, Cincinnati, we have not gotten to the point in Cincinnati, even though we're 12 months in, right? Justin, you moved, well, we're not quite 12 months in. We're we're one month away. We're 11 months in um, from you moving to Cincinnati, and we haven't had that yet. We're, we're making progress. We're getting there, right? Um, but that fundraising luncheon is still there. So the situational leadership, and I'll show you a graphic on that here in a moment, um, we just need to keep, the important thing is to keep moving forward, right? And, and keep working with that. So I'll, I'll talk about that here in a moment, but you'll see here as you have a lunch and we, we wanna create a baseline for what is happening, that there's a thank you email that goes out to all attendees within 72 hours. Jeff Sanford had his meeting on Thursday night, Monday morning, 
it was Easter weekend. So we didn't hold literally again for the 72 hours. Monday morning was the appropriate moment for that email to go out after Easter and thank his attendees for showing up to that. Most of this you all are doing already as, as districts. You are sending a short paragraph to Janice every month for receipts, and she is sending receipts to um, the donors that are in your district. Um, she's doing that through Virtuous. You can log into Virtuous and see those um, receipts that go out, the notes that are in there with your donors, and all of that is documented. Um, if you ever have questions with that, you can go in, log into your Virtuous account. Um, and then if you have questions beyond that, you can ask and talk to Janice. Um, and so that's there. Um, phone calls to donors after the the fundraising launch, 30, 60, 90 days um, for that. Uh, I will use uh, Kansas City season. I see your face there. Dustin did all of that. See the personal connection. A lot of those connections last year on April 5th. I don't know. We didn't celebrate that. We are one year and seven days past the fundraising luncheon that launched Kansas City last year. And we, we forgot to celebrate that last week while we were together in person. But Dustin did these personal phone calls and made those connections um, 30, 60, and 90 days after because he is the personal connection that, that made that happen. And so um, phone calls to all the attendees who didn't give, just as important. They showed up for a reason. And we want to hear um, from them uh, why they're not giving or what they're passionate about and, and how we can help encourage that. Uh, monthly email begins. Uh, you all, again, already are sending in a monthly story to Christina, who loads that story into, thank you, Christina, for loading that story into Virtuous and sending that out uh, to everybody in your district. Um, and then you'll you'll start to see here some um, handwritten thank you notes that happen monthly, in-person visits, uh, the Christmas gift that happens in December, and all the people that go into that. And there is a transition here. I'll, I'll note as well that Warren's name is a lot in the first year because he's a lot of the, the personal connection that's being made. Year two is the same thing. It starts with a follow-up luncheon. Again, you all, Fort Worth specifically, and, and Kansas City as well, have already had another luncheon that has been had to do that. But you'll notice that district director is here. Janice's name is still here. Um, and there are still, when you have new people coming into the thing, um, a personal connect connection. So if I invite somebody to the Tennessee One luncheon, um, it is still my job um, to follow up with that person because I'm the reason that they said, well, not maybe the reason they said yes, but the personal connection that got them there. So this care and communication plan is set up to give us that foundation for um, bringing donors in and um, maintaining those relationships. Again, it's through um, all of these things that we've got on this plan, this infographic, and we just want to continue to keep that in front. And these things, um, while they seem basic, and to me, um, even talking through this, it seems silly because, again, I feel like we're all doing this very well. Um, but again, this is part of the traction process, and I'm a systems guy. So we bring things to light 
every year. We tweak things every year. We customize it. We, we fit it into what we're doing uh, to make things better continuously. I want to share a, a whiteboard. This is my first time on Zoom sharing a whiteboard, so we'll see how this goes. It was a little bit slow yesterday. It's a little bit uh, faster right now. But it's another infographic that that I made um, in reference to um, these plans that we have. We had this conversation in the quarterlies. Well, I have these conversations in the quarterlies all the time. We had a very specific conversation about this in Kansas City last week. Um, in reference to our donor care, is this, everybody can see this? Well, okay, see a couple heads shaking yes, so I'll keep going. Donor care and communication plan. Our goal with the donor care and communication plan is to have a relationship with our financial partners, right? We, we, we're we here because of them. We couldn't wake up every day to take the hope of Christ to every student without them. And so we wanna be thankful to them. What you just saw is a plan. In very small words down below that big word plan, it says the plan doesn't supersede the goal. It establishes a foundation for it, right? And we expect the plan to be followed, but we also know that it is uh, the foundation for helping us all know what we need to do. Not all of us fundraise. When I came on staff with First Priority, I had to raise support in order to do that. Um, and I'd never done it before. I'd actually, my parents had asked me um, before I did it, like probably 18 months before I came on staff, if I ever thought about doing a ministry that would require um, asking people for money. And I said, no, I never want to do that. Um, and and what this did, what I learned is about the phone calls and about the letter writing and about all the things that went into making it happen. This was the plan. And I learned it on the fly. Um, what we don't eliminate in this situation is innovation or situational leadership, because what the plan doesn't know is whether or not your donor likes to get phone calls or text messages or emails better, right? What what way does your donor, what does your financial partner respond to the most quickly? There have been times when I've sent emails and don't get anything. I send a text message and I get a response in 30 seconds. And I need to learn that in that situation for that donor, that's what happens. There are some people that don't like text messages. And I've actually reached out to people through Facebook message. And it's like, this seems a little bit weird. And I currently personally don't have Facebook Messenger on my phone. So I don't use that anyway. But um, it, the plan, the donor care and communication plan does not um, supersede the goal of maintaining relationship with your financial partners, right? Um, what it does, there are two things that it does. It creates a rhythm. So it's an annual rhythm that you'll see to say, hey, we've got a luncheon that happens once a year. We're gonna send them a Christmas gift once a year. We're gonna make sure we visit everybody in person once a year and do those things that creates that rhythm for us so that we can um, make sure that we're maintaining those partnerships. When I went to um, a class one time on, on raising funds, um, one of the things they said is if you send a monthly donor, a monthly email to a donor, you will maintain that relationship exponentially longer than if you don't. And so I took that words and 
That's why we send monthly donor emails. It's because best practices say, if you create that rhythm, then you're going to maintain your donors. Um, where if you don't, after a year, you'll see them start to drop off. The other word is principle. That we've just created principle that our goal is relationship. And we want to operate out of relationship because, um, yeah, we we have people and and our our donors, our financial partners, are people too, right? Uh, there was there was a guy who flew in with one of our board members to one of our board meetings who has nothing to do with first priority. Uh, he was actually a part of a different ministry, um, but. When we weren't allowed in our board meeting, I was sitting outside, sitting there chatting with him. I'm like, so tell me, you know, what are you doing? What's going on? Why are you here? He said, I'm here to minister to your board member because he's a person too. He's not just a donor. He's a person who needs spiritual um, mentoring. And he's asking a lot of questions right now. And I heard that and I got on his plane and I flew over here with him and took the time to to invest into him. And And that's the principle we want is to say, hey, there's a rhythm to this. There's a cadence to this, but you know, there, there's a relationship here that can blossom when when we invest and we create this plan to to make sure that this happens. So, um, yeah, I just running through this really briefly. Obviously, that was a very short, maybe not as short as y'all wanted. Um, opportunity. Let me see if I can stop. whiteboard and just look at y'all's faces um, and look at that. Uh, you know, Dell and I were talking this morning just about, you know, attitudes. I didn't write attitude down on that whiteboard. We have a plan which has, um, uh, creates a rhythm and some principles we op operate on. But, you know, Dell was talking and you may speak to this Dell a, a little bit, but just about the thankfulness that we have um, from our donors, you know, uh, I know for me, I get nervous and I'm thinking about me a lot when I'm raising, raising funds and talking to donors, even if I'm not the one who's talking to donors, when I get to a board meeting, I get a little nervous because I know that, you know, without these guys, first priority wouldn't of America wouldn't be in existence. And uh, I don't walk in with an attitude of gratitude. So yeah, you want to speak to that a little bit, Dell? Yeah, if you don't mind, pull up that short outline too on the face-to-face -face meeting. Uh, okay. It's My real simple. It was bad. It's it's pulling that up. Fault. Okay, fine. I can fill the time. The uh, outline that we're going to show is very simple. The first thing that Brad was talking about there is just having that attitude of gratitude. The first thing we want to do when we have a face-to-face -face meeting with a current donor, we're talking about current right now, is yep. thank them. Thank them for what they've already done. In the course of doing that, we're going to share with them that, hey, this is what your investment has resulted in. It's the ROI. We're talking about, you've heard me say it before, statistics to reach their heads, stories to reach their hearts. I hope you get tired of me saying that. I hope it becomes so second nature. It's like, okay, here, here's Dell saying that same thing again for the 1,000th time. But it really is true. You know, even talking with Dustin the other night when we were traveling to Springfield from Kansas City, 
He agreed. You've got to have the statistics to share the broad scope of the ministry. What difference is it making? But if you stop there, it's very institutional and stale. We got to bring those numbers to life. Well, the way you bring numbers to life is you share stories. You let the donors know that each of these statistics represent a soul. It's a person. If you just share stats, it's institution stale. If you just share a story, they wonder, okay, is that your sugar stick story? And that's all you've got. We want to know if you've got both. So it's a both and. First thing, be grateful. Thank the donor. Then be accountable. Share with the ministry partner stats and stories. Next, be intentional and ask the donor to increase their financial partnership. Don't be afraid to do that. If you've had a great ROI this year, and by the way, we're expecting at least one annual face-to-face donor meeting. It doesn't mean that you aren't doing the monthly newsletters. We're expecting that that's happening. It doesn't mean that you can't text them randomly. Again, we're expecting that that's happening. Doesn't mean that you can't call them especially if you've got a birthday or anniversary or anything like that that you know about, that's a great time to make a touch point with the donor. We're talking though about the face-to-face and ask them to increase. Would you prayerfully, we appreciate that you're doing, let's just say $100 a month. Would you and your spouse consider increasing that to $200 a month or just leave it open-ended, increase it. Next, be intentional to ask the donor to provide just one new perspective financial partner. They might have several, but walk away with at least one. We're asking them to make it a warm handoff. So they're not just giving you a name, a cell number, and hopefully an email, because you need all of those to try and set up the face-to-face meeting. But will you make the handoff? Will you send them a text, copy me on it, and introduce us at that point? It's up to me to run with it. And finally, and this is why we want to bookend this, end with what Brad just shared the story of, minister to that donor. Ask them for personal and or professional prayer requests. Really press in on them on this. Say, I really want to pray for you. I'm not asking for, I mean, just a general, everything's good, or you can pray for business to grow. Is there anything coming up? that I can pray about, an important meeting, um, client interaction, whatever. And here's the the real kicker, follow up on that prayer request. If they're having an important meeting on Friday, man, text them the night before, the morning of, whatever you think is gonna be more effective and let them know I'm praying for that 10 o'clock meeting today. After that meeting comes and goes, maybe later on, just send them another text. Hey, how'd the meeting go? Hope it went well. You know, something like that. You're you're building a relationship. Because what we're talking about here is relationships and communications. Relationship and communication, that's really the crux of every person's business, every donor, every ministry. We've got to do both of those two things well. Questions or comments on that? Again, it's pretty simple, but what's that stirring up in you? I hope it's something that you've already been doing. Maybe it's a reminder to do some things that you haven't been doing. Anybody, thoughts, comments? Question. Yeah. Steve, 
in your conversations with all of us out there, what is the one or two things that you are finding that are the toughest to do for our directors and our coordinators in this list of things that Brad has given us? What are the ones that seem to be the ones that don't get done, even though best intentions want them done? You're talking about the process that he's walking us through this morning? Correct. Yeah, I think this is just me, the rookie, the face-to-face -face interaction after that they after they've invested. I'm not sure. I mean, the handoff from Warren to the local districts, that's what we're trying to do right now. I haven't even told Will this. I was planning to call him on my way to Tennessee One later this afternoon. I had a great conversation with Kevin Cobb for an hour yesterday. He walked me through all seven of the major players that invested in Dallas-Fort Worth. He gave me their background and bios. I sent him the notes from the call to see if I captured everything correctly and succinctly. He's going to give me the cell number and email on each of them. You may already have some of them, maybe not. And then you and I are going to start tackling those together. We're going to go out on the next couple of months meeting with each of those folks. And when you see the outline, he really knew these folks. I mean, it was impressive. He's on a, in a truck driving. I'm sitting there typing and listening. He's just rattling it off. One thing after another, it was priceless. When you see it, you're going to say, oh my gosh, this is golden. And it really is. So I think that's, in my opinion, the, the most important thing that needs to happen is that handoff from Warren to the local districts and to have the connection with the local district as well as national. And so Dell focuses on the, in on the relationship. I'll step in with the system and say, uh, the virtuous system is there to help do all of that. So when Dell goes in and documents those interactions and says, hey, I texted Kevin's right-hand man today, uh, Will can log in and see that and know that that task is being completed because Dell and Will are on a team. Um, yes, you can text each other and say, hey, when's the last time you, you know, you talked to Kevin? Um, but unless that meeting is in there, Will isn't going to know that, you know, and and sometimes we over overwhelm each other. I think, Steve, you mentioned that to me probably nine months ago in Tennessee one where, you know, Warren was talking to somebody and Mark was talking to somebody and you were talking to somebody and Mike Roberts was talking to somebody, but we all weren't aware of what the other one was doing, which is the purpose of the system. Um, and the systems are only ever as good as, as we are in using them. Um, and, and I'm right along with y'all and, and uh, I can talk about them, but uh, to stop and take a moment and to say, hey, I'm going to get into the virtuous app on my phone. I'm going to hit the record button on that and say, Hey, I just had a good conversation with Kevin Cobb. Um, it doesn't have to be difficult. Um, again, it's creating that rhythm to say, hey, I just got off the phone with the donor. I'm going to get in the Virtuous app. I'm going to create that note so that we remember when the last time it was when we talked um, to that's, Kevin. So That's an excellent point. I mean, again, I'm the rookie. I didn't even think about doing that. I will get on and do that today. I'll document that I had the one-hour conversation with Kevin, of what we did on that, take the information that I've got, put that yep. in each of those donor records. Because again, yep. these are golden nuggets. What he gave right. me on each of these folks. From spouses, maybe the spouse even isn't even listed on the donor record. Well, now I've got that. I can add that in. If I know what their current business is, 
what they maybe sold it for. That's valuable information. The yep. relationship that they have with Kevin, are they business partners? Are they acquaintances? Is this person really connected politically? Because one of them is. Um, somebody else. I, I mean, it's just all kinds of things that you're exactly right. We need to make sure that we're communicating that or, or putting that into virtuous because otherwise all of that gold is lost in the dirt. It never gets mined. You know, yeah. if I keep it on my computer, but I don't put it on virtuous, when I leave FPOA, it leaves with me. It's just out there. Yeah. It's we've got to have that central location. I appreciate you bringing us back to that. Do we like doing that? No, most of you, all of you probably are very relational. That's why you're good at what you do. But there is an administrative yeah. side of this thing that we all have to do for the sake of the whole, for the team, and for those that will come after us, even. Yep. Yep. Brad, can, can you speak to one thing on Zoom, or excuse me, not Zoom, on uh, virtuous while we're talking about it? You mentioned, uh, you know, we talked before about just the potential lack of security and some messages um, being visible where they weren't supposed to be visible and all that. Can you just give us a quick um, how to avoid that, maybe what kinds of things we would or would not want to put in sensitive stuff, in, you know, in the virtuous? Well, Christina can speak to that more better than I can. Um, but the, the summary is uh, every every uh, notes or you know thing of that nature has a private button. So if you're entering a note, you don't want other people to see it. Um, just click private, and it will be limited to you and to a few of us here in the office. Um, Christina and I are both admin, super admins on the on the virtuous system. So we will be able to see what you write in there. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I don't go in and dig around on all that stuff. I know Christina's in there more than I am, but you should, it, it will be private from your team, if I can say it that way, when you when you click the private button. Yeah, it seems there's a quite a bit of, <clears throat> especially when we get started building relationships with big money donors, like who do I hand over? Who do I hold the close to pocket? And, you know, we, you know, speaking just from my seat, I haven't been privy to some of that. And maybe that's because I'm not asking. Uh, but, you know, I know we've had a couple of conversations over the past year that have been like, well, do you know who so-and-so? No clue. Never met him haven't given been given their information or, or whatnot. And so um, I realize that, you know, some of our donors, you know, including Kevin are private and how they, they give. And so we don't see that. Um, but yeah. I think that, you know, at some point, if it's not, you know, give me the information and I go, then those yeah. that are holding that information, we partner together, we go together. Yeah. Uh, and so we just, cause we've got to get to them and they need to know who, who we are as directors and that, you know, with that's the first step and how we care for those mm -hmm. uh, partners is <clears throat> knowing who they are, knowing how to connect with them. Yep. Well, and Dell, Dell is working on the first steps of that um, yeah. because it has been Kevin and Warren to this point. Yeah. Uh, this has been on our list, but not executed in Fort Worth and Dell's conversation with Kevin yesterday is the first step to pulling that information out and, starting to build those relationships with those key individuals. Great. 
Yeah, and to elaborate on that, even a week before I touched base with Kevin, we're having a conversation. Even on that call, by the way, I want you to understand when I'm talking to, let's just use Kevin as an example. Hey, how's your day going? Man, I had a rough morning. Okay, well, tell me about it. What happened? He told me a little bit about it. We prayed together before we got into anything else, FPOA. Minister to the person. Have a relationship with the person. Well, back up a week ago, so I'm having a conversation. Of course, he's in the truck again traveling. We're talking through things, and I said, hey, would you be comfortable walking me through the donors that you had brought to the table at the luncheon, giving me some background and bio on them? Well, here was his response, because that was the golden question. Let me have some insight into where he is and where we are relationally. He said, absolutely. Okay, well, it's taken time, a short two and a half months, three months even, to build that relationship and rapport that he trusts me to give me that kind of information. Yep. So that's that was the procession of how things got to where they were. And, and I said, well, could you send me that? He says, you know, I'm not real good with that. How about we schedule a call next week? Let's block off an hour and I'll download to you. I said, that's fantastic. So now I get to serve the donor, make it easy for him. It was impressive because he's got no notes. He's just going off the cuff. And man, he has given me detail after detail after detail. Yeah. And then immediately, like I said, I'm going to call you. My plan was being efficient use of time. I'm going to be on the road for three plus hours going to East Tennessee, have that conversation with you and let you know, hey, this is what's transpired. So next trip, let's plan the trip. Let's start working towards knocking out uh, meetings rather with all seven of these folks. You and me going together. You representing the district. I'm representing national. Everybody wins in this deal. Kevin's excited about making the handoff. Feels good about what's going on there in Dallas-Fort Worth because of the great job that you and Matt are doing. That's the way this thing ought to work. Yep. Well, and this is why this thing came about was because what Will said about that handoff from national to the district guys, there was no community care. There was no uh, donor care happening because that handoff hadn't happened. So this is why this is necessary. And we felt like after a year and we didn't reach out to the to the donors that had given to start Fort Worth. That's why this is necessary. So I think Brad and them have done a great job putting this thing together because we don't want somebody missed or to not feel appreciated. Some people need their ego stroked a little more than others. And guess what? If we uh, we don't have a plan, then they're going to get missed. So we want them to be continual donors. So that's why this thing came about. And I appreciate Brad for putting this together. Yeah, and to elaborate on that too, Shane, one of the donors won't mention names. The, the term was this one could use a little more pampering. He likes pampering. Yep. Somebody else, they, they don't need that as much. Yeah. So got those kind of notes that will help you because you can't keep it all straight in your mind. I don't care how smart you are. <laughs> you, you've got to have written notes. It's like the Chinese proverb says, weak ink is better than strong mind, strong memory, um, hmm. which goes back to virtuous. We've got to make sure that we're documenting this stuff for our own good and our own sake, as well as those that come after us. Now, that's that's one that I'm going to share. Weak ink is better than a strong mind. It's better than, you know, my mother-in-law driving over a cliff in my new car. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
Sorry, David. I think that's a Proverbs 32. Proverbs there 32. There you go. But East Tennessee's got an, a different kind of analogy there. <laughs> they do. Right. Cool. Good questions. Good conversations. Anything else? What else is out there? I would encourage you to all to, to go take a look at it, uh, look at the detail, um, go log into Virtuous, take a look at the donor list that you have access to, um, see if anybody's fallen through the cracks. And if if there's relationships that we need to, to stay focused on and, and work on your plan. Um, you know, the summertime is, is slower for ministry. I know there's some events happening. Um, acknowledge that, but it'd be a great time to to schedule some in-person meetings and uh, just to make that plan um, and, and tell them what the goals and dreams are for next year. So um, yeah, take the opportunity, work through it and uh, yeah, utilize it to create that rhythm. Yeah. Hey, I got something. Brad, go ahead, Shane. Uh, so I am no virtuous expert, so please don't write this down. But um, here's what I find that is that's important about the virtuous thing, too, is is not just inputting the data, but also using it to to go through and see who you might have missed. And it might click a reminder and say, man, I got to hit back to that guy or yep. uh, there's some guys in there that we realize, man, yeah, I, I do need to visit that guy. I meant to and yep. didn't because, again we don't write it down or make a plan, we're going to miss it. So, um, and I encourage our Fort Worth guys to spend 30 minutes a day on virtuous 15 inputting people and 15, uh, going back through and looking at the names that are on your list to see who you need to connect with that week. Yep. Well, and one of, one of the things I dislike the most about virtuous is when I get the email reminder of the tasks that I need to do, because it's usually the, Hey, I need to get a, a, a P and L statement, the financial statements to the districts. Like, okay, I need to go harass the accountants <laughs> and get those those reports done um, to get that out of there. But I mean, it's it it keeps things moving forward is what it does. It, yeah. Well, Steve, I know uh, listening to me is what you love to do. <laughs> so uh, I had already done that way too much for today. And and you <laughs> always learn something <laughs> yes. when my mouth opens. So, yes, I did today. Actually, you know, I did. What did you learn? Well, I think the thing I most enjoyed was when I, uh, I most enjoyed that I asked a question, ha ha ha. <laughs> but what I most enjoyed was the two perspectives that came out of the answer to the question that was asked. Yeah. Right. Hey, what, mm-hmm. what are the things that we're seeing on a ground level yep. that are um, a struggle to get done? Yep. Right. And to watch Dell, who's relationship 101. Yep. And to watch you, who is system 101, mm-hmm. really interact with that question and the reality of that we need both. Yes. It's a both and answer. Yep. Uh, we we thrive. I thrive on relationships. Yep. I thrive on remembering people's birthdays, calling mm-hmm. people when I see stuff on socials as like, oh man, I want to call them separately and you know, versus harding it. I want to call them. Yep. Right. That's where I thrive. Yep. And you thrive on providing places where we're not going to lose that information. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not that you don't thrive on the relationship. It's just you figured out, hey, if Mac truck happens or if I get called to something else, do we yeah. still have this? Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoyed that side of it. Cool. Um, the rest of it made sense to me because those are documents I had seen. Yeah. But so listening to you go through them was great. Yeah. Right. But the idea that, hey, there really is two sides of that coin and you have to live in both. Yep. What about you? Well, uh, to me, it's watching Dell. So Dell is still, you know, fairly new co-worker. He's been on since January 1st. Which let's pause there a minute. 
Dell's almost not a rookie anymore. He's the new guy. Remember? Let's let's be careful. There's a f- not too many podcasts ago. Let's he, let's he be careful. He's not going to be new guy very much longer. <laughs> All right, keep going. Yep, keep going. Uh, but his attention to detail. He's not a systems guy. Yeah. But he very much documents meetings, writes everything down, yeah. and sends it back to in this case uh, on the show Kevin, and yeah, it it just to make sure that we're on the same page. Yeah. You know, everybody walks out of there with different perspectives and thoughts, and he does that with just about everything. Yeah, did I hear what you were saying, not what I thought you were saying? Yeah. Right? Exactly. It's, it's really smart. And, and he is good at both. He doesn't claim to be good at both. You know, he asks us a lot of systems and computer questions, but he's really good at making sure things are paid attention to, the details, not just relationship. You get a lot of relational guys out there who are yeah. who are very... You know, fly by the seat of their pants. That's Correct. not there you go. at all. There you go. Right. He is very intentional. Let's let's walk this through because the plan works. So if you could walk away with one thing, what's your one thing from today? Just take the time. Take the time. That's what it all is. We all get busy. We all get in a hurry. Um, I'm learning that as I get older in life, turn 48 this month and just continue to understand that, you know, I need to wake up and spend some quality time with the Lord and yeah. work out and then get on with my day. Okay. Right. And we need to do the hard things. Um, we need to document stuff. We're part of a team. If we really want to be on the team, we got to be part of the team and using the systems, building the, re- the relationships is all part of that. Now, I was reminded of my conversation with Justin Terrio on Monday, which we do each Monday, just as mm-hmm. two guys. Right. Mm-hmm. And so in talking to Justin about Cincinnati's work and then what I'm doing here in Nashville, I was reminded as you guys were going through the plan that the plan works, Yep. right? We're really good at saying the gospel works because it does, but the, yeah. go, you know, mm-hmm. the sharing of the gospel, the sharing of people being able to part, like the plan works. And yep. so what's been laid out before us, those of you, my, my one takeaway was those, those of us who are on today listening or interacting with this conversation, make sure you hit those links, Yep. make sure you open up that Dropbox, take make sure look. you take a look because mm-hmm. it's not... It's not 18 pages. It's not. Right? It's not even four pages. Right? It's one each, which is really, really helpful Mm -hmm. um, for guys like me that major on being in conversation (laughs) and then not thinking about it afterwards. Well, and yeah, it's still, we made it one page, but it's still about the time. We don't want you to be reading stuff. We want you to be evaluating. Did I make the phone calls I needed to make this month? Did I send the let the thank you notes that I needed to send? Did I, are the receipts going out? You know, and, and all of the things that go into that. It's proven, not just by us, but by every nonprofit yeah. out there, that if you maintain relationship, you'll yeah. stay in relationship. And so, yeah, don't let things fall through the cracks and work the system. Yeah, this is kind of a Dellism, but what you evaluate, you activate, right? What mm-hmm. you figure out, what you're not doing, mm-hmm. you can activate to start doing it. That's right. But if you don't ever evaluate it, it's mm-hmm. tough to know what you're not doing. I don't like the new word. I just said it. Dellism. It's a Dellism. Adelism or not Adele. It's Adelism. Don't, don't crush it. I think it's excellent. (laughs) Is it a computer or a singer? Anywho, all of you joined us in the podcast today. We're super grateful for it. Thanks Brad for being here. Yeah. Good job leading this morning. You as well. Thank you. Enjoyed every minute of it. Everyone listening. Thanks for following along, being a part of the movement. And until next week, we'll see you soon. See you soon.